14 Tishrei, Yud Dalad Tishrei, Tzadik, his life, 14, 117. In the year 5565, 1804, the Rebbe made a wedding for his daughter Miriam in Volochisk. At the Forspiel, which was on Shabbat Torah reading Noach, Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan, the Rebbe danced practically the whole Shabbat. Never did we see the Rebbe dance like he danced that Shabbat. There is no way of describing or explaining the things that happened that day. The Rebbe prayed with us with just a scarf tied around the waist of his coat. Afterward, at the third meal, the Rebbe sat with us and told us to remember this third meal. He then related that on Rosh Hashanah of that year, he had been given an allowance of a thousand gold coins over and above his basic needs. He ascended to a certain place. Now, the Rebbe was a great lover of Torah, and in this place the most highly exalted words of Torah were being spoken. The Rebbe came there. A guard stood at the entrance and would not let him enter. He gave the guard his thousand gold coins so as to let him in. But his evil urge was set on these thousand gold coins, and he parted with them reluctantly. He even knew the exalted meaning of this evil urge. He entered the place and heard what he heard. The lesson he gave in the same period, a seal within a seal, the Kutei Moharan 1, 22, is based on the Torah teachings he heard in that place, although it is only a tiny portion. The Rebbe then gave a lesson on the words, and God said, I have forgiven according to your words, Numbers 14.20. The initial letters of the verse, Vayomer Havaya Salachti Kidvarecha, spell out the word Kosi, my cup. See Likutei Moharan 1.177. I myself had just finished saying Kaddish for my mother, who had died a year before. The Rebbe included in the discourse the words from the Kaddish, May his great name be exalted and sanctified. The great joy there is impossible to describe. Happy are those who saw it. This Shabbat the Rebbe had drunk a little wine, as is customary in celebrating a forthcoming wedding. The Rebbe was very joyous and danced practically the whole day. Then he supported himself on Rebutal and danced. At that point, they were singing a very beautiful and inspiring melody, the mood of which was one of awe. The Rebbe danced to this melody. Usually when he danced, it was to a melody in the same mood of inspiration and awe. The Rebbe then said that this melody is one of calling and summoning. This nigan is used to call everyone to gather for the wedding. They were calling all the souls of the dead and of the saintly tzaddikim of his family the Baal Shem Tov, the Rebbe's grandfather, Reb Nachman Haridenker, and the Rebbe's mother, to come and attend the wedding. The Rebbe then prayed the afternoon service with us in the same place we had eaten the morning meal, which was in the study hall. The Rebbe prayed, as I have said, with a scarf around his waist. Afterward, the Rebbe sat with us for the third meal and started to sing B'nai Hechala. The mood was one of joy. The Rebbe then said, One who knows how to drink can atone for sins. And it was then that he gave the lesson mentioned above, Lukute Moharan 1, 177. Later on, in the evening, the Rebbe prided himself that he had not yet made use of the merit of the fathers. 
As to what happened in Eretz Yisrael, that was, on the contrary, for their benefit. Rabbi Nachman's wisdom, his praises, 19. The Rebbe concealed his devotions to such an extent that there were often humorous results. One icy winter morning, he went to the mikvah and returned to the synagogue with dripping wet peyot. The people looked at him with surprise, wondering why his hair was wet. They never imagined that such a young child was immersing in the mikvah and thought that he had washed his hair. But washing one's hair early in the morning on such a frigid day seemed ludicrous, so they dismissed it as another one of his childish ways. No one ever imagined the truth, so completely did he conceal his devotions. The same was true of his many great fasts. Not a single person knew about them, not even his parents and relatives. Only his wife knew that he was not taking his meals, and he made her swear not to reveal it. The Rebbe used every device possible to conceal his fasts so that no one knew about them at all. 20. When the Rebbe left Mezhbej and went to live with his father-in-law, there were still many occasions when he wanted to speak to the Balshemtov. Since he could not actually visit the grave, he would go to the grave of the renowned Rebbe Yeshaya of Yanov in the nearby city of Smela. He would ask the famed tzaddik to transmit his message to the Balshemtov, telling him what he needed. The Aleph Bet Book, Faith, A, twenty-two. A person's sins bring him to entertain heresy. 23. When a person falls from his belief in God, he will cry. 24. Faith comes by remaining silent in the face of criticism. 25. A person's jealousy causes him to fall from his belief in God. 26. A person with no faith clearly belittles the words of the Torah. 27. A person who is always cleaning his hands is purifying his heart. 28. When a person falls from faith, he should know that he is being judged on high. 29. One who has fallen from his belief in God will experience a seminal emission and be plagued with promiscuous thoughts and thoughts of idolatry. 30. Faith comes through giving charity. 31. By means of faith, one can come to understand God. Kitzer Likutei Moharan 1 Lesson number 6 Summon Joshua Deuteronomy 31.14 1. Every person must minimize his own honor and endeavor to increase the honor given to God. He should not pursue honor, but rather flee from honor. And in this way he merits God's honor. Then people do not scrutinize the honor he has to see if he is deserving of it or not. But a person who pursues honor does not merit God's honor. Therefore, even when such a person does have honor, everyone examines him and inquires about him, asking, Who is that person that he is so honored? They oppose him, saying that he does not deserve this honor. 2. Through humility, one merits repentance. For the essence of repentance is when a person hears himself being ridiculed, and he holds his peace and remains silent. He suffers the insults and bloodshed by feeling his own lowliness and smallness and the great damage he has done, and understands that it is certainly most fitting that he suffer the insults he is experiencing. In this way, he diminishes the blood in the left ventricle of the heart and slays his evil inclination, 
thereby meriting God's honor. 3. Before a person repents, he does not yet have being. It is as if he does not yet exist in the world, since it would have been better for him had he not been created at all. But when he comes to purify himself and to repent, then he prepares himself to have being in the world. Therefore, repentance is associated with the divine name Ekiah, I will be, that is, I am prepared to exist. 4. Repentance is also related to the concept of Keter, since Keter is an expression of waiting, as it is written, Wait, Katar, for me a bit, and I will speak to you. Job 36.2 Waiting is closely related to the idea of repentance, as our sages said, One who comes to purify himself is helped. It is like when someone comes to buy fragrant persimmon oil. He is told to wait. Yoma 38b 39a. In other words, a person needs to know that when he comes to purify himself and to repent, he is told to wait. Even though it is necessary to act with great swiftness to save his life and to flee from the darkness, nevertheless, he should not be dismayed when he sees how far he is from prayer and from all holy practices. For a person must wait before he attains complete rectification and he must proceed step by step according to the instructions of the true tzaddik, since it is impossible to come into holiness all at once. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The King and the Emperor They got up and headed toward the ship when she remembered that they had forgotten the ring. She sent him to get the ring, but when he went back, he could not find the place. He went to another place, but could not find the ring. He walked around trying to find it until he got lost and could not get back to the ship. She went to try to find him, and she also got lost. The king's son walked further, but he was lost, and he was merely blundering around. Then he came on a path, and it led him to an inhabited area. He did not have any occupation, so he became a servant. The emperor's daughter continued walking, but realized that she was getting lost. She made up her mind that she would stay next to the sea. She went to the shore where there were fruit trees, and she remained there. During the day she would go down to the sea, hoping to come across some travelers. She survived by eating the fruit. At night she would climb a tree so that she would be safe from wild animals. Restore my soul, Lukute Moharan, 28. Think deeply about this. Many souls are sunk because of depression. Despair is the worst thing of all. Stay firm in this path of searching for the good points that are to be found at every moment and in everything. This is the way you can always bring new life and strength to yourself. This way you can come to pray with yearning, with life, and with joy at all times. You will be able to return to God in truth. Lakute Moharan 1, 282 29. One needs all kinds of palatable arguments to revive and restore souls that have fallen. Overcoming thoughts of sexual immorality illuminates one's mental faculties, which is the concept of tefillin, and gives one the proper words with which to revive and restore these fallen souls. Lakute Moharan 2, 5. 30. No one should ever give up hope for himself, however far he has fallen. 
Even if he is lying in the very pit of hell, he must never despair of God's help. Even there he can draw close to God, for the whole earth is filled with his glory. The true tzaddik is worthy of the name only by virtue of his power to restore to life even those who have fallen the furthest and to raise them up. He can give them new strength and courage. He can rouse them and stir them up. He can reveal to them that regardless of what may have happened, God is still with them, near them, close at hand, and concerned in every way. For the whole earth is filled with his glory. And the same tzaddik also has the task of proving to those who are on the highest levels that they still know nothing of the true wisdom of God. For what are all your searches? What are all your investigations? Zohar 1, 1b, Likuti Moharan 2, 7. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 10, With God's Help, Monday, Teruma, 5584, Breslov. Let the mountains hear greetings to my dear, honored, and beloved son, Reb Yitzchak. May his light shine. I wrote to you a week ago, last Friday, Torah reading Yitro, to tell you that I have heard what has happened to you, and that you should come here right away. In the meantime, my beloved son, apple of my eye, try your best not to take this to heart. Put all worries and sadness out of your mind. Strengthen yourself in God. Trust Him, and He will save you, because we have nothing but His great loving kindness to depend on. You are already aware, I suppose, that this world is full of suffering, and that this life is nothing but grief and pain. There is nowhere to flee except to God and His Torah which gives happiness and renews life. I will not go on about this here. It is all in God's hands. Thank God, my son, we are printing, and thanks to his great help, we have finished 62 prayers of Lakute Tfilod. May God finish the work for us, and may we print all the prayers, in accordance with his will and the will of the Rebbe. I don't have time to continue now. The words of your father, hoping to see you soon, from the insignificant Nusan, Son of Reb Naftali Hertz, may his light shine. Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 238. With God's help, Sunday, 11 Nisan, 5597, Nemerov. My dear beloved son, I received all your letters, one in Shireen, two in Uman, and one I received before Shabbat from the deliverer of this letter. They all speak the same language, crying out over your pain spiritual, physical, and monetary. I have already answered you a great deal, and the Rebbe's books are full of response to all of this. What more can I write you? At the moment, my mind is not lucid from my weakness after Shabbat, with which you are familiar. Nonetheless, my enormous love for you and the urging of the deliverer of this letter, our friend Reb Nachman, compel me to write you a few words. You should know that, thank God, I completed the journey safely. With God's help, I also brought some money, though most of it had been spent at home before I even arrived. Now, too, I have nothing to rely on for my livelihood except trust. This is what I heard from the Rebbe's holy mouth in these words, Only trust, Tzaddik, number 501. They left his mouth as arrows shot from the hand of a warrior. You, too, and all our comrades, do not worry and do not be sad. God is with us, and he will surely sustain you honorably. God will not abandon his people, and those who take shelter in him will never be faulted.
God is our hope that our enemies will see and be ashamed. May God strengthen your hearts to be happy in the joy of the approaching festival. May you merit to understand and believe that a new Pesach is now approaching, a Pesach that never before existed. For without a doubt, new rectifications will now be performed which never before took place. And if our deeds are not what they might be, God still does his part. For God's kindnesses never end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. This is particularly true on Pesach, which is the head, first, of all the festivals, when every Jew, great and small, experiences the greatest renewal of his mental powers. This is true most of all for those who take shelter in the shade of the point of truth, whose entire work is to awaken and renew our intellect and mental powers. I have a great deal to say about this right now, but it is impossible in this context. The main thing is to believe in all this, i.e. that unprecedented wonders will undoubtedly take place this Pesach. God's kindnesses are renewed every day. How much more is this true for Pesach when we went out of Egypt amid enormous miracles and when the entire creation was renewed? Likewise, every single year awesome new wonders take place. For in every generation a person must see himself as if he went out of Egypt. Psachim 116a The words of your father, writing exhausted. It was only your desire that forced me to write these few but potent words of mine. Rejoice in God and in the power of the true tzaddikim. Sing joyously, all you righteous. Nassan of Breslov You are receiving from the bearer of this letter all that I gave him to give you. May God help us to do acts of kindness for each other always. Warm greetings to every one of our comrades with a great love. These words of mine were meant for all of them. Be strong and fortify your hearts, all you who hope in God. Shemot HaTzadikim B'nai Vinyamin, Bela, Ashbel, Achrach, Nocha, Rafa, Adar, Gera, Avihud, Avishua, Naaman, Achoach, Gera, Shefufan, Churam, Achud, Naaman, Achia, Gera, Uza, Achichud, Shacharaim, Yovav, Tzivya, Mesha, Malkam, Yeutz, Sachya, Mirma, Avituv, El Paal, Ever, Misham, Shamer, Viria, Shema, Achio, Shashak, Yiremot, Zvadia, Arad, Ader, Michael, Yishpa, Yocha, Zvadia, Mishulam, Chizki, Chaver, Yishmire, Yizlia, Yovav, Yakim, Zichri, Zavdi, Elienai, Tziltai, Eliel, Adaya, Viraya, Shimrat, Yishpan, Ever, Eliel, Avdon, Zichri, Hanan, Hanania, Elam, Antotia, Yiftia, Fenuel, Shamshirai, Shecharia, Atalia, Yaareshia, Elia, Zichri, Benayrocham, Avdon, Tsur, Kish, Vaal, Nadav, Gidor, Achio, Zacher, Miklot, Shima, Ner, Kish, Shaul, that is Shaul Hamelech, 
Yehonatan Malkishua, Avinadav, Esh Baal, Miriv Baal, Micha, Piton, Melech, Tarea, Achaz, Yehoada, Alemet, Azmavet, Zimri, Moza, Bina, Rafa, El Asa, Atzel, Azrikam, Bochru, Yishmael, Sha'arya, Ovadia, Hanan, Eshek, Ulam, Yush, Eliphelet, Utai ben Amihud, ben Omri, ben Imri, ben Bani, Minhashiloni, Asaya Habachor, Banav, Yuel, Salu ben Meshulam, ben Hodavia, ben Hasanua, Yivnia ben Yerocham, Ela ben Uzi ben Michri, Meshulam ben Shafatia, ben Ruel, ben Yivnia. Prayers 1, Prayer number 8. Hashem our God and God of our fathers, lovingly help us and save us from all our enemies and persecutors. We are under attack every day, both physically and spiritually. Give us the strength and holy life spirit to overwhelm and conquer our enemies and bring them down to the ground. Take away their life spirit, which they draw from the realm of evil, from the unholy leader. Do not allow them to conquer us. Rescue us from their devouring mouths. Save us from the sword from their mouths and the poor one from the mighty hand. Prayer and Devotion Hashem, please bring me to pray to you sincerely and wholeheartedly and with perfect faith. Let my prayers be pure, fitting, and properly ordered. Let me pray with complete attention and devotion. Let me bind my thoughts to the words of my prayers as I say them. Let me concentrate on the words intensely and pour my heart out to you like water. Aid me in expressing myself to you at all times. Help me tell you everything that is in my heart. You know how many needs I have. My heart is so troubled that I find it too much to express and explain everything I need and want. Please take pity on my poor soul and help me talk to you about everything I have in my heart. Put pure and pleasing words and entreaties into my mouth so that I will be able to arouse your compassion and bring you to accept my prayers with love. Let my prayers rise up to the greatest heights. Give me the power to arouse the upper Eden through my prayers so as to open up a flowing channel of love, supreme wisdom, and godly knowledge. Let the emerging river flow down to water the garden, the Torah, which is where our souls are rooted. Let my soul grow and blossom. Let the pathways of the intellect be truly open to me and bring me to attain wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. Study of the Halacha Help me devote myself to your Torah in the proper way and give me the ability to clarify Torah law so that in each case I will come to the right decision. Help me study the law codes and inspire me with the necessary wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, so as to be able to clarify the final decision and distinguish between what is permitted and what is forbidden, what is pure and what is impure, what is valid and what is invalid. This will give me the power to fix and make amends for the damage I have caused in all the worlds through my many sins and transgressions, which caused good and evil to become mixed up. Help me come to genuine prayer so that the light of true wisdom will be opened up for me and I will be able to clarify the halacha and come to the right decisions. 
I will then have the power to sift out the good from the bad in all the worlds and correct all the damage caused by my sins, whether in this incarnation or another. Fulfill all the requests of my heart for good, and let me see everything I need and ask for come to fruition. Through the study of halacha, help me cleanse, purify, and rectify the four primary elements of which my body is composed, so as to break and conquer all the bad traits and desires that derive from them, while refining the good. Refinement of the Personality Help me achieve every good quality, so that all four elements will be completely pure and refined, and only good will remain, with no admixture of evil whatever. Let all the four elements then be merged within the four letters of your name, which is their ultimate holy source. Please, Hashem, lovingly help me come to everything I have requested of you. You know how far I am from even one dot of what I have asked for. Even so, nothing can stop Hashem from helping. For you, nothing is too difficult. You have the power to help and strengthen me and bring me to everything I have asked of you. Do it for the sake of your name and for the sake of the true tzaddikim who had the merit to come to all these levels and more. Lovingly channel power and strength from them into me so as to vitalize and encourage me. Grant that I too may achieve these levels. Through the power of the true tzaddik, help us defeat all who hate us and are opposed to the truth. Break and crush all the channels through which the wicked draw their power, namely, the evil traits that have got the better of them. Through this, throw the wicked down to the ground and make them powerless to attack us, God forbid, and their hands will not be able to carry out anything they plan, all my enemies will be ashamed and frightened. They will instantly turn back and be ashamed. The Mitzvah of Tzitzit Help me fulfill the Mitzvah of Tzitzit exactly the way it should be carried out, in all its fine details, together with the rest of the 613 Mitzvah that are bound up with it. Let me carry out this Mitzvah with the proper intention, with good feelings and great joy. Through the Mitzvah of Tzitzit, Enable me to draw down holy life spirit so as to provide me with everything I may be lacking, materially and spiritually. Take hold of the corners of the earth and shake off the wicked from it. Break, destroy, humble, and throw down this implacable enemy of a man, Esau, the man of Seir, and disgorge the prey from his mouth. Hashem, you have compassion on the poor, you hear the cry of the needy, and you have ways to make sure that no one is rejected. Have pity on me, and release me from the teeth of wicked enemies who want to swallow me up for nothing, God forbid. Don't let the depth swallow me up, and don't let the pit close its mouth on me. Just as you answered Jonah in the belly of the whale, so answer me in your abundant kindness, and release me from the teeth of the lions, as you promised us, God says, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the seas. Our sages taught that this means, even from between the teeth of the lions, God promised us to bring us back from them. Loving Father, take pity on us at this time of trouble. See how persecuted I am, and how pushed and pulled about I am. Hear my sighs. I've been rejected and driven out of your presence. 
Don't give the soul of your dove to the ranks of the enemy. Do not ever forget the soul of your poor ones. God, who lovingly revives the dead, revive and sustain us in the light of your countenance. Give us the power to draw holy life spirit through sighing, so that everything our hearts request will be fulfilled for good. Let us constantly do your will all the days of our lives. Grant that we should truly turn aside from evil and only do what is good in your eyes at all times, both us and our descendants and the descendants of all your people, the house of Israel, from now and forever. Amen. Selah.